Welcome back to Marketing Strategy Academy podcast, where we help female entrepreneurs go from marketing overwhelm to an easy streamlined strategy and system that includes Pinterest and repurposing content to grow their businesses when they have very little time. I'm your host, Jen Vasquez. Let's jump right into it. Hi there, everyone. So for my 100th podcast episode, I have gathered a bunch of questions in Ask Me Anything on Instagram and other places, and I got a number of questions. So I'm going to do this first round of questions today for the 100th episode. I will be coming back to this every couple months because I think it's important that anyone should be able to ask about Pinterest in particular, because that's my expertise. So I'm going to start with personal questions first. One question I got was how many kids do you have? And I have four kids. They are 34, 32, 22, and 20. How many grandkids do you have? And I have four grandchildren. My granddaughter is four. My grandson just turned two. I have my granddaughter turned two and my new baby grandson just turned three months old. How long have you been an entrepreneur? I've been an entrepreneur since 2009. So a lot of years. Um, I launched my photography business and left corporate America in 2009. And then I started my Pinterest business in 2018. So that's turning five years old in June. Crazy. How long have you been married? So I have been married since 1998, which means we will have been married 25 years and 27 years together. So my first two were from my first marriage and I was married for seven years that time. And then I got remarried and had two more children. That's my, that's my life. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on to Pinterest. How do you build an audience? That's a great question. It's a huge question that I don't know that I can exactly tackle it right here with all these other questions. But one thing that I will let you know is if you use the right keywords and you are pinning consistently, then your audience will grow. But when you're using Pinterest for business, the growth of followers is not as important as the pin clicks or the outbound clicks, which means that they're going to your content, which means that they're interested potentially in hearing what you have to say, learning more about you and potentially working with you. However, on Pinterest, with regards to the algorithm, it is, they do pay attention to all of the analytics. So impressions, followers, saves, all the different analytics that you can look at. So it is important to make sure that you are pinning consistently and using all of the different pins that they have from idea pins to standard pins to video pins so that you have the best chance of getting found by your audience. Because Again, marketing your business on Pinterest, you want to make sure that you are gathering people that actually want to work with you versus maybe other people in your industry that are just checking out what you're saying. Okay. Do followers matter? So that's another thing. Followers matter when you're considering a whole the whole Pinterest strategy and the algorithm, because if you don't have followers or aren't looking to grow your followers and you're just focused on those outbound clicks, you're probably not doing the things that Pinterest 
wants us to do. And so you're not going to get seen as more. So followers do matter in that aspect. Is there such a thing as pinning too much? And the answer is, I mean, yes, if you're, and you're talking specifically about pinning. So if you go to the platform and you pin one time today, and then you don't pin for a while, and then you pin 35 pins. That could potentially ding your account, meaning that that is, looks very spammy. And anything that you do on Pinterest that looks spammy can affect your reach and how many people are getting to see your content. It is more important to consider, can you actually pin 10 or 20 pins a day consistently? I don't know of many people that can do that. If you have someone doing that for you, or you are just, that's all you're doing all day in your business, then sure, that's great. As long as you can stay consistent. One thing I will tell you is we did have a client who uh, we pinned 10 times a day and her account started going down, the, all the analytics started going down. And we looked at all the different areas in the account to find out what could possibly be, be doing that. And as an experiment, because oftentimes we need to experiment with our account and see what's going to work the best. And so we took her down, we tried eight, we tried all kinds of numbers. And we ended up going down to five pins and suddenly her analytics started growing like crazy. So I always suggest when you have a pinning schedule that you can do physically, right? If you're seeing an issue and you're pinning that much, then maybe you need to take it down or increase it a little bit. I had another client who we pinned two times a day. We ended up trying three pins or four pins a day and her account did wonderfully. So you need to consistently make changes to how you're pinning and what you're pinning according to what the analytics are telling you. So that's kind of a, a roundabout answer. And also, I don't think pinning 30 times a day is something that unless there are complete new images, complete new URLs, I don't know how that would be helpful on an account. I have not seen that to be the case. Try with your account, stick to something for a month or two, and then make small tweaks as you go forward to make sure that your account is still showing you love in the form of analytics. Should you delete pins? This is a big one. I would say the majority of the time, no, you don't wanna delete pins. Just like other spammy things, it can look spammy going in and deleting a bunch of stuff. However, if there is a pin that the link is somehow not working, um, I see this with clients who change from web, one website name to another, and whoever is doing this transfer of their information doesn't keep the same naming scheme when doing that, uh, what could happen is you end up having a 404, right? And Pinterest judges your pin on, if someone clicks on your pin and they go to your website and they come back immediately, Pinterest knows, right? What they do is they identify that pin is not valuable and you're not gonna get as much reach, but it can eventually affect your whole account. So 
if you have pins that are going nowhere, that is a, that is definitely a reason to delete that pin. Sometimes you can go in on pins and alter the link, but the majority of the time you can't, there's kind of no rhyme or reason to that, but deleting it and making new pins with a new link is what I would recommend for that situation. And again, don't delete 40 pins in a day, right? And then add 40 pins, delete three to five pins in a day, and then go back on there and put three to five new pins, if you will. How do you get found on Pinterest? Great question. Depending on your industry, depending on what you content you're offering, it all depends on finding the keywords that relate to your industry or your business that is being searched. So for instance, you can find several ways of saying clean makeup. You can say green makeup, natural makeup, homemade makeup. Like there's a bunch of different keywords that you can use for that. Same is true for every single industry. I will see uh, photographers using e-session, right? Which is an engagement session, but not a lot of people know that. Almost no one is searching for it except maybe photographers. You would want to use engagement sessions, spring engagement session, winter engagement session, engagement session in San Jose, Bay Area engagement session. Session, whatever descriptive word you can think of for what you're pinning, what that pin is about, uh, you want to make sure that you're using the right keywords. I always recommend to people who are just starting out on Pinterest to create a huge list of keywords. Start with the keywords that you know or that you describe your business. Uh, you want to make sure that you are considering what those keywords are, maybe what SEO you use in your blogs or on your website. And you want to take that information. You want to physically go into Pinterest in the search bar, put those words in and see what that drop-down menu says. Pinterest is the only platform that I know of that tells you what keywords are the best keywords to use, right? Another way that you can do that is to go into the Pinterest ads function. Pretend you're creating an ad, but you're not going to actually create an ad, but you will go to a, an area that has keywords and you can put the keywords that you're thinking of in there and they'll tell you the keywords that resonate. Keywords are huge. It is totally important and it is really the way that you're found on Pinterest. So where do you put the keyword? You're going to put keywords everywhere. You're going to put them in your name, which is the the name section that's right underneath the profile image. You're going to put your keywords, top keywords that you find in your profile description. You're going to make boards with keywords. The titles of boards are going to be keywords. Don't use cutesy things like good eats or something. Use the keywords that people are searching. And you can do this by thinking, if I'm searching for whatever that is, what would I type in the search bar? right? That's how you want to consider it along with the drop-down menu and the ads and all those things. You want to do that for boards. You want to do that for pin titles. You want to do that for pin descriptions. You also want to do that for the name of the image, the name of the image that you're creating to get people to click. What is most important to include on a standard pin? So you want a big title, very legible, not scripty, with keyword, you want to make sure that you have your website address on there. 
Um, oftentimes people will say you can add a logo or your website. I always recommend adding a website because logos, unless you're Apple, may not be as familiar, people might not be able to find it. Even though you could click on the pin and go straight to the website, you want to make sure in case somehow the link gets separated that people know where that came from. And you don't need to add HTTPS. You don't need to add www. Just add jenvasquezcoach.com. Just add your website.com. The other thing that you want to make sure that it's on every pin, which is shockingly not done as often, is a call to action. Tell them what to do. What I use for my photography business is view images or see images. Download now. If you have a free download or something and you're, of course, you want to make pins for your lead magnets, right? Free download, download now, free checklist, whatever the words are, you want to have some kind of call to action on all the standard pins. I would suggest that you have it on video pins and idea pins as well. It's shockingly effective to tell people what to do and have them follow the advice and do it. Do board covers matter? Before idea pins, I used to say, no, they don't matter at all. And it is true that they don't technically matter, but because idea pins although links are coming to idea pins, it just got rolled out to the majority of my clients right now. There's a couple that still don't have it. So I know it's going out to everyone. Um, and this is March 18th right now, 2023. Board covers, I find, give an amazing brand look to your Pinterest account if people go to your account because they want to follow you or they want to see what other information you have on there and boards and things like that. So having board covers makes it easy for them to find what's going on on your Pinterest profile. Just like I always say you want to have an image cover on the top of your Pinterest profile, you can only get that if you have a business Pinterest account, which of course you should absolutely have if you're marketing your business with Pinterest. And in that image, you want people to know in 2.5 seconds exactly what you do without reading anything. The search function is gonna get them to your profile or your pins or your board, but you want them to see immediately what you do. If you're a wedding photographer, you wanna have a photograph of you photographing a couple. If you are a coach, having a photo of you in front of a computer screen talking would be great or talking with someone else. It's the same is true for board covers. They let people know in 2.5 seconds what that board is about and you're using keywords. So it helps in the whole Pinterest algorithm at the same time. And it gives your Pinterest account a really branded look, which can be very helpful if you're using it for business. Does the size of the pin matter? They always say a two to three ratio, which is like a thousand by 1500 pixels. With idea pins and video pins, I have seen squares or smaller sizes. I would say stay away from landscape, which is that long version. With idea pins, when you go to upload a new idea pin on your cell phone, which FYI is the best way to do it because you have the most tools there, you will find that they are allowing you to size it differently. One thing that I always consider is the 1000 by 1500 pixels is a long portrait design and it will take up more real estate in the feed and you can see it better where square sizes can sort of be missed. 
give or take, try different sizes if you want, but for standard pens, I would stick to the 1000 by 1500 for now. Tell me about idea pens and how important they are. Idea pens are similar to reels in that they are sort of ranked higher. They're given sort of extra reach, but that's starting to change. Or I feel like from all the accounts I work on, as well as my own accounts, it feels like that's changing. I used to do two idea pins a week. I now do one idea pin a week. And I have a lot of people that have said, should I just do idea pins? And idea pins are great for engagement. They're great for impressions and they're great for saves. Now they're getting links, so that could all change. But having before with no links, that's not going to really grow your account because outbound clicks are where it really matters for marketing. I always say, just like every other platform, you want to use a variety of things. You want to use video pins, you want to use idea pins, and you want to use standard pins. The majority of what we pin for our clients and for myself are standard pins. You need to look at your business and your Pinterest uh, strategy and go from there. The other question was, can I just do idea pins? And I would say, absolutely not. That's not going to help you grow for a business account. One question that I get, and I got the most, like 70% of the questions were about Pinterest strategy and workflow. And one thing I will say on this subject, because it is truly different for every industry and every business and every entrepreneur. How I always explain this to my clients and when I'm working to create a strategy in my VIP day, the way that I work on that is, I number one, I find out what the business goals because your business goals should directly impact your strategy on all social media platforms, not just Pinterest. Whatever those business goals are, you need to add to that how you wanna work. Some business owners don't want to do everything. They can only focus on a couple of things. Some people want a very low maintenance, low energy type of social media platform. Pinterest is perfect for that. But you want to find out what time you could give to this. And so the majority of my clients spend about one to two hours a week and have pins consistently going out from that. One simple workflow that I will go over and cover today that may not be great for every business and it may not be great for every business owner or entrepreneur, but a very sort of stripped down workflow and one that works a lot. This is where I start with all my clients and then how I end with all my clients. It looks much different, but I always start with this and that is create one core piece of content each week. So that could be a blog post, it could be a podcast, or it could be a YouTube channel, whatever your focus is on for your business. Some people will have a YouTube channel and they'll take the video that they've created and turn it into a podcast like I do. Some people will also take that video and turn it into a transcript to create a blog post so that you have all three, but your core piece of content is the place that you enjoy most, in my opinion. I don't like writing, so I like doing videos first. Once you have that core piece of content each week, you are going to take three to five pins from that core piece of content 
along with two or three pins for a lead magnet. And that can change every week if you have multiple lead magnets. A couple pins about your services. So a pin for my VIP day, a pin for my Pinterest Strategy Academy group coaching, and a pin for Pinterest management. And those would be enough pins to cover one week. You can do way more than that, or you can do way less than that. For my clients, we'll typically take two or three of their core pieces of content and make pins all at the same time. So it's a variety of pins and different links going out each day. That's ideal, but not a lot of people have time for that. You need to make sure to take whatever your consistent marketing, wherever that starts and move on from there. So you would then include an email about that. And that's really stealing my process. That's the process that I actually do. I do way more than that, but it's a nice starting point for anyone that's doing Pinterest. I'm going to end it there. I have 25 different questions left, but I want to keep this short and sweet. If you have other questions, leave me a comment here on YouTube or send me an email at jen at jenvasquez.com, two Zs in my last name, and let me know what those questions are because I am creating more content each week and I would love to know what you want to hear more about. All right, have a great day. Bye guys. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business.